Welcome to Closing the Books, a podcast by IC System, your trusted subject matter expert for debt collection solutions. Join us as we discuss the biggest trends and topics in debt collection and explore account recoveries in an uncertain future. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Closing the Books, a podcast from IC System. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern. Welcome to this episode of the podcast. We are thrilled to have you along with us today as we discuss optimizing accounts receivable recoveries during tax time. That is our topic today. And joining me to dive into this topic and give us all of the details and what we need to know here today is Brian Campbell. He is the business development manager at IC System, joining us once again here on the podcast. Brian, welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Tyler, love it. Good to be here. Great to always talk with you. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, it's it's great to have you back on, Brian. I know we had a great time on our previous episode. If you missed Brian's previous episode, you can go back in the feed there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you choose to listen to Closing the Books, you can scroll back, find Brian's previous episode uh, there. But today we are talking about optimizing accounts receivable recoveries during tax time. So Brian, tax season is traditionally the time of year when Americans file their tax returns. And in some cases, they eagerly await their refunds. So what does tax season mean for the collection industry as a whole? Tell us a little bit about that from your perspective. Okay, well, it's it's kind of appropriate that we're we're talking about this time of the year too, Tyler, because the thing that comes to my mind most is the Andy Williams song, the most it's the most wonderful time of the year, right? Right. Maybe a little Santa up top, because in true fashion, that really summarizes what tax season means for the collections industry. And I think we'll we'll kind of get that a little bit more detailed into uh, some of what we talk about today. But it really is, from an activity standpoint, from a results standpoint, it really, really is. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Kind of akin to, like, this uh, holiday shopping season in retail, right? For the retail right. segment. And you look right. at um, you look at other industries that just have that, that, that seasonal lift. That's what tax season is for uh, for the collections industry. So if it if it is kind of the best time of the year, how does it compare, you know, to debt collection efforts through the rest of the year? Do you have some stats you could share or just back yeah. this up in, in one way or another? So our inbound volumes are up over 10%. So that means inbound call volumes and communications, pretty significant for what we do. Conversion rates are increasing by over 7% and our payment sizes increased by about 20%. Wow. You, you, you look at that and you say, wow, that's, that's pretty meaningful. And, and the reality is that psychologically, you get a refund and uh, you know it's your money, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you get that back and you look at it and say, there's some obligations here that we need to take do we need to take care of? And our full belief is that consumers, they are willing oftentimes to pay their obligations. It's just the ability, right? We see few people out there that just do not want to at all and are just in that space. So this is a this is a characterization of the, the lack of ability and tax season and a refund allows for that meaningful ability to reach out and communicate and also not dodge our calls and attempts during that uh, during that time for the rest of the year when there isn't the, the necessarily ability. Hmm. That's, a, that's a great point and a good way of putting it. So how can creditors with past-due accounts on their books use tax season to their benefit? Talk us through that a little bit. What we like to see, and we see so much activity from potential prospects that are not clients of ours, but they start to search for collections or they they start to think about it at this period of the year because they've got and noticed some of that, uh, like you said, the past due receivables that just haven't been taken care of. And they, they interact with the idea of, okay, maybe a collections agency would be an additional piece to the puzzle. Maybe it's something that can help us get to where we need to get to. They take a look at it right about now. They communicate with us and we start the discussion and the strategy on 
how would that look? And and the sooner at this time of the year, even though you know we're we're recording this shortly before Christmas, and there's not a lot of runway left on our calendar for 2021, but ideally it's like the exact time that you would like to enact something along these lines. So if you're exploring it as a business, you're exploring it as a healthcare facility, or you're even unhappy with what the results were previously from an organization that you're working with, get into that and start the outreach presently because. Ideally, I looked just before we got on this, Tyler, in terms of there's a little bit of a rolling space of when returns will be able to uh, be taken by the IRS. Kind of it was like in the, the week of the 24th of January through the, the it's going to be somewhere in there when re- returns can be received by the IRS. And if they're e-filed, generally you could see a refund a week to 10 days later, somewhere along those lines. So that money would be available in theory there really early in February. Right. So if we're discussing this as a business, discussing this as a healthcare institution right now, get contracted with an agency partner, get the whole strategy in place so that you're ready and able to benefit from about a, what we would suggest is it can be a 75 day or so business window of this tax season where the money is there and you want an organization to be active and to be uh, to be working and having all of the bells and whistles and strategies appropriately um, out there so that you're going to maximize that. That check comes into consumer's mailbox. Well, obviously in the bank account, mostly it's uh, it's electronic now, right? So they see that and they go, all right, well, I have all these things that I've maybe potentially put off. My responsibilities didn't go away. And now I have something something at my disposal. You want to be that first you know, organization in, in line there. And, um, and hopefully, you, like we've talked about, you get, you get all of this in place prior and it's rolling. And that's how you can use. So, you know, get it on board, get the benefit and strategy set so that when that money is available, you're capitalizing on, on that piece and time of the year. Now, we obviously work all 12 months, but when you talk about really employing an agency, the agency's got to be active, ready, and trained. And that's a big thing, too, we should talk more about. Their personnel have to be trained and ready to capitalize upon what that is. And uh, and that's super important. Right. That, that That's a great point. So obviously, tax season isn't far away at this point. So how long after a creditor sends an account to collections can you start collecting on it? Sure. So obviously, we follow all the uh, FTCPA and um, we'll get the accounts in. We'll sell a, send a debt validation notice that will allow for the uh, the consumer to dispute that transaction. They'll have 30 days. And, uh, and then we have a little bit of a wiggle room and a leeway within that space. And once that's done, we will start our process in terms of scrubbing the address information and and go into into efforts. Absolutely. So now I assume that not every consumer is filing their tax return, uh, filing their return in January and February, right? I know that I certainly don't. So they're they're probably not getting their refunds in some cases for for months, right? So how does IT system work with consumers during tax season? Yeah, so that's a great, and that gets back to kind of piggybacking on the training aspect of it. And, you know, our professional reps are, are training presently too with talk offs and with understanding about this is upcoming working with settlement authority if it's been given by the by the client we will always try to get the uh, full balance but we will also allow for a no- negotiation opportunity with the consumer so that you know hey if it is coming down the line this is what it could look like for you we also in 2021 just a, kind of a fascinating thing we sent over 630,000 letters in addition to our current lettering strategy that is again trying to set the framework of uh, let's have a conversation and let's really dig deep into what this is so that when 
the outbound uh, outreach is there. We're suggesting alternatives with the client's uh, buy-in from how to approach it, so that when, again, when that money is available, they're going to be able to they're going to be able to um, take care of what those responsibilities are. A lot of what we've discussed up to this point is about timing, right? So just in general, when is a good time for businesses to send accounts to collections? Is there a certain time frame when a company should look at offloading its accounts receivable inventory to a collections agency? What, what's your opinion on that? So by and large, debts are most collectible in the first 90 days of delinquency. So what that means is really also after 90 days, your accounts are typically worth about 87% of the value of the original value. So it's decreasing right after that. So we aim to try to get everything in-house, like with it, it, it couldn't be soon enough, but obviously in healthcare, you want to let insurance uh, play through there. So, there. so we generally say at 90 days, employ, if you're employing a collections agency, turn that over as quick as possible, because the longer that you wait, it's just going to continue to decrease in value. And after 120 days, it it's, it's significantly lower. It almost is about 38% in terms of what the value of your 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 receivables are. So there's a real uh, strong effort that we get that in as soon as we can. We hit the phones and hit the letters as hard as we possibly can within obviously the uh, the rules and regulations and laws of your applicable area, and uh, and then uh, and then we do what we do. And uh, that's yeah, the best guesses is. And you probably heard that the time we talked before earlier the better we we had a uh, an application where we um have allowed uh, debts to be able to be placed 30 days past due generally speaking i said like 90 days would be would mm-hmm. would be optimal and anything further is where we start to get that discussion on let's let's change the behaviors a little bit so you're more successful absolutely yeah that that really plays into the idea of sooner is better than later right and that, that i think that certainly speaks to that quite a bit so brian as we begin to wrap up our conversation today do you have any final thoughts, anything you want to leave listeners with here, just uh, as it relates to accounts receivable in and around tax time? Uh, what do you want listeners to walk away with and maybe give them a, a good summary to, to walk away with from this podcast? Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think it's a, like I said, it's the most wonderful time of the year for us. We say it in a, in a, in a, in a way that is true. It's true for the consumer because they're in a much better place and, uh, and time to be able to take care of those obligations, which makes them feel good, which makes sure everybody, make sure everybody feels good. It's good for the clients because the performance can be really, really significant at the beginning of the year and set the, set the, the framework for a great year. And I, I just want to impart that if you're using an agency, do everything in your power from a partnership standpoint to put them in the best light to be able to be successful. And it's not to say they can't be successful and we are throughout the year, but really to be able to capitalize on, again, a knowledge base that this is really a good thing. It's a good time. People's money is more available. And uh, also to note, just in you, probably in some of the, the, the speakers' pieces, whenever there's government money that you know is kicked out, which we've had happen, that's been really, really strong and effective from an industry standpoint in terms of obligations being paid. And I think that's that's great to see out there because it means that people aren't in necessarily a, a really bad way. And um, whenever you see any of those kind of things from a from a standpoint of if there's available funds, it it can help and it can help. It'll help the client. It'll help the consumer. And it certainly helps your 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 partner do what uh, what you've hired them to do, and you don't let them off the hook like we've talked about too before. You don't let them off the hook for the rest of the year or anything along those lines. We are working just as hard, but when you have the opportunity to really push the push the 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 button and get the most bang, I think like we talked about this morning, uh, that's this is the area where you can really get it done. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Brian, I don't want to let you go without pointing out that you do have a uh, Jeopardy champion mug over I, your I shoulder do. there today. Do you want to take a moment to gloat of your, of your uh, Jeopardy winnings there amongst the IC system staff? Yeah, so it is the time of the year where we, um, in some regards, do Secret Santa, right? And and the, the person that had me this year, it was, it was classic, got this for me. I just got it this week, really made my day. Yep, I've defeated every comer at IC system. Everybody that's been on this podcast with you, Tyler has gone down in flames to Brian Campbell. Just the way it is that we actually had to pull the 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 the, the program from uh, IC's world. So anybody else out there, I'm I'm taking all comers. I it, it, me and Aaron Rodgers, we can just hang out and we can host or something along those lines <laughs> online. But it was, it's pretty fun. We have a good time at IC. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff. We got the Ken Jennings of uh that's of, right. Of IC system. He's got nothing on me. Let's go, Ken. Let's bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Brian Campbell, business development manager at IC system. Brian, thank you again so much for joining us here for another episode of Closing the Books and breaking down uh, just how tax time can work when it comes to accounts receivable. We appreciate it very much. Love it, Tyler. Thank you. I hope everybody has a good rest of the year. And um, yeah, let's kick into tax time at the end of January, everybody. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. And everyone out there, thank you for joining us for another episode of the podcast. We appreciate it very much. Of course, like I mentioned before, you can catch the previous episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you're there, make sure to subscribe to stay up to date with the latest from IC System and stay tuned. We'll be back soon with new episodes of the show. But for this one, for my Jeopardy! champion guest, Brian Campbell, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us. <laughs>